Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana and I've got a fabulous guest today. Her name is Sheena and she's got a lot of different, uh, a lot of of hands and different cookie jars. And so I'm really excited to speak to this multidimensional entrepreneur today and use her astrological birth chart to answer some of her biggest questions uh, in her business. So I want to welcome you, Sheena, to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited for this. Oh my gosh. And I can tell you have like a fancy... um, a microphone or something. It sounds so <laughs> clear, which is so nice. <laughs> yes, I do have a good mic. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'll have to get some, some information from you when we hang up here. So um, just because I already know so much about you, so much about all the amazing things that you're doing in the world, but I know our listeners are probably eager to learn what it is that you do. So can you, in you know, a quick couple minutes, can you share with us all the wonderful things that you're doing in the world? Yes. Um, so My current business is as a copywriter and social media strategist and manager. So I help people write their sales copy and I manage social media and run Facebook ads and do all of those things. So very much a service-based business. And then in addition to that, I am launching a new business called Dinner Table MBA. And the mission behind that is to encourage families to spend more time around the dinner table Uh, because dinner table um, conversations have been linked to reduce uh, reducing teen suicide and depression and drug use and pregnancy and a whole host of other issues that are that are plaguing teenagers today and tweens on today so the idea is to provide the behind the business is to provide great positive content um, for families to discuss around the dinner table to kind of bring families back together and open 
uh, open the door for great conversation. So, and with that, um, in order to bring our message, we are, we have launched in November a digital magazine. Um, we are in the process of launching a podcast. I'm doing interviews every few days for that. Um, and yeah, just lots of stuff. And in addition to that, I have an almost two year old who <laughs> is a handful. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited. Actually, I did not know about the, the, the dinner table MBA. It's so fascinating and so amazing how I love it. I can't wait to learn more about that. So uh, I know we have limited time together today, so I kind of want to just jump into it. What it is, what is your question or what is the challenge that you'd like to focus this reading on? Um, so, you know, this, this new business is very much a passion project. Um, I've, you and I have talked before, I, the last time I was out in California about how I said, you know, I'm not real, I am passionate about being an entrepreneur and living the life that I want to live and being in charge. You know, that is what I am passionate about. Running Facebook ads does not make me want to hop out of bed in the morning, you know, but so we've talked about that before. Um, but this new business, I, even from when I, I think I was 15 years old, I dreamed of the idea of having my own magazine one day. And so it's just funny how full circle everything has come. And I feel like this is where I am supposed to be going with this new business. That said, you know, you got to make money. <laughs> so, um, you know, right now the magazine itself is going to be free. Um, we'll probably monetize that at some point, but the, the big thing I'm, we're struggling with is what exactly it is it that this market wants? What do people, you know, what are people willing to pay for? What, you know, how are we going to monetize this business at the end of the day? You know what? And it's interesting because when you were telling me about the mission, my heart was filling up and I was just very curious about the products or services that you were going to be offering this business. So I, I'm excited that we're about to dive into this and look at your astrological birth chart and hopefully answer uh, some of those questions around how do I monetize this new amazing mission that you and your partner have come up with. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. Okay, so we're going to start with, first of all, let me just take a quick look at your chart and see if you have any stelliums or anything. Okay, so you have a lot of Virgo. And you also have a, oh, wait, you have a, a okay, you have a Sagittarius stellium. So you have more Sagittarius than any other, just from my quick, oh, no, you've got Libra. Okay, so you have a Sagittarius and a Libra stellium. So those are the two prominent signs that make up a lot of your personality. So you have your sun in Libra. Uh, you also have your moon in Capricorn and your rising sign in Scorpio. And I'll talk about those in just a minute. Uh, so, but mostly when I do uh, business astrology, so your sun sign is about how you think about yourself. But in addition, because you have your sun in Libra, which you also have a Libra stellium, and then you have a Sagittarius stellium. So actually your Libra Sagittarius. So anytime you're going to like read about your horoscope, always filter in some Sagittarius because that's going to give you even more insight about who you are. Okay. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Okay. So Sagittarius. So, okay. So when we're thinking about, you know, you know, any dominating uh, signs in your astrological birth chart and your sun sign. So sun sign is how you see yourself, but it's also what I like to refer to in business astrology. It's your secret sauce. So Libra is an air sign. They are all about beauty. So it's no wonder that you want to have a magazine and um, you want it to uh, appeal to 
appeal to people uh, intellectually, also appeal to them, you know, through beauty, uh, anything that has to do with um, making yourself feel better, look better, that's very Libra. Uh, I do bring up uh, like the card, the Empress uh, in the tarot. So if you have a chance, if you have a tarot deck, pull out the Empress at some point and just look at her because basically she like embodies to me what Libra is. She uh, kind of sits on her throne. She's very peaceful. She's in, she's in nature. Uh, she's really uh, owning all of her magical gifts in a way that has serenity and prosperity and just inner wisdom. And I think when, you know, when you look at yourself, you know, you see a lot of Libra, but also look at Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is a fire sign and uh, Sagittarius is actually a very dynamic sign. They're all about spirituality. They're about higher education. They're about travel and foreign culture, uh, philosophy. So when we're going to talk about this new business, just keep in the back of your mind, because we're going to, this whole thing will eventually come full circle, that we're going to sprinkle on all of that empress energy, all that peaceful mother nature, beauty, law of attraction, um, femininity, and we're going to sprinkle also higher education, spirituality, um, philosophy, all those things that Sagittarius has to do with. So just keep that in the back of your mind as we move forward into discovering how we're going to monetize your business. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you have your moon in Capricorn, which to me is like so freaking obvious just because I know you, um, your moon represents your emotions. So I don't know if anybody has ever told you this. I actually have a Capricorn stellium and my, my sun sign is Capricorn, but people always tell me, you know, I can't read how you feel. So I'm just curious, has anyone ever said that to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's because of Capricorn. So, so Capricorn is an earth sign, but it's actually the only earth sign that has a fin. So what I mean by fin is there's a water component to it, but it's actually underneath the surface. So when you think about the glyph or the symbol for Capricorn, it's a sea goat. It's not a mountain goat. It's half fin, you know, half fish half goat. So the, the, the part of you, the front of the house that the, the face that you show the world is the, is the goat, the climbing the mountain, slow and steady wins the ways. It's almost like the tortoise in the hair, but she, you're the tortoise. You know, you're really, you've got a plan. You're very ambitious. You're an overachiever, but the emotional state, which is your moon is the secret part of Capricorn. That is, that's why I always say that like Capricorn is like a misunderstood sign because yes, they're like this ambitious go-getter, but the part of them that they don't show. And I always like make the joke that Capricorn is like poker face because like you really don't know because they're, but there's so much emotion underneath the surface, but they rarely bring it out. Uh, it's really like, that's what they do in, in, in private. Um, that's what they do with their closest loved ones. So in this case, when you have it in your moon sign, what this is telling me is anytime, you know, self-doubt or any kind of emotional turbulence shows up, uh, any kind of lack of motivation or anything that's going to stifle Capricorn and prevent you from moving forward in your business. So this is going, this is an opportunity for you to start expressing yourself more, whether it's through writing, um, whether it's through um, having a, an inner circle of people that you actually share your feelings with, which is going to be 
different for Capricorn because they're so interested in talking about business or they're so interested in talking about that next big project that they're working on. But in this case, in order to make sure that you don't experience burnout or any of that, any of the exhaustion that Capricorn really does put herself through, it's going to be about, you know, um, pulling back, honoring your emotions, because one of the gifts of Capricorn is actually she understands pain on a very intrinsic level because she experiences it, but she doesn't share it. So this is an opportunity that anytime those, um, some of those limiting beliefs or some of that sadness or that inner somberness that Capricorn just naturally feels, it's an opportunity for you to have those, those few people or have that mastermind circle somewhere where you could actually talk about how you feel. Okay. All right. Now your rising sign is in the sign of Scorpio. And your rising sign is actually how other people see you. So this is actually not shocking to me either, even though I don't think I knew that you had your uh, rising sign in the sign of Scorpio. So Scorpio is a, a wa another water sign. And um, it, she's ruled by Pluto. And Pluto is this small, mysterious planet. The planet that just likes to dive deeper into things. They want to swim in the deep end of the pool. And what Scorpio's greatest talent is, is actually being like an investigator or some kind of detective, someone that's basically sifting through all of those ancient books and reading all of these, this information in order to come up with their own theories around whatever that topic ends up being. So this is interesting because this is actually how people see you. They don't see you as Libra. They don't see you as Capricorn, even though emotionally they probably pick up on it, and they don't see you as Sagittarius. They see you as someone who is mysterious, someone who is highly educated, someone who is highly loyal, uh, someone who swims in the deep end of the pool. So they, they actually look to you for, um, for deeper knowledge, for um, deeper knowledge um, sometimes on things that are not like Facebook ads, like that would not be very Scorpio. Scorpio is going to be interested in like psychology or sex and intimacy. So I'm curious, you know, because, you know, the people that show up, like maybe your customers or um, people that are already reaching out to you, do they ever bring, what, what kinds of things are they saying to you? What kinds of things are they complimenting you on? Hmm. A lot of the, I'm, I'm pretty good at, at capturing voices, I guess I would say, um, like in my copywriting mm. or copy specifically. And a lot of my clients are, you know, in the, I mean, I like Tantra and meditation and, you know, in those are their areas of specialty. So Interesting. I'm, yeah, so I, they tell me that I'm good at capturing like what they want to say and capturing that voice and, and getting it out there. Okay. So that's very interesting because one, your moon sign is in Capricorn. And I just mentioned that one of the superpowers of Capricorn is that they understand pain intrinsically. So obviously this knack or this natural gift that you have for copywriting is probably from your moon in Capricorn. And then your ability to um, extract 
all of that psychology or any of that intimate things that they need to know about whatever that program is that you're offering um, comes from Scorpio because they are the detective. They're going to be able to ask the right questions to their customer in order to um, translate it to whatever, if it's copywriting. But for your new business, you know, we want to use those same gifts, but now we're kind of flipping, you know, flipping it on its head and it's a new niche. Uh, it's potentially not, it's obviously not about writing copy and it's not about Facebook ads, but it's about using those same skills that you are naturally gifted at and using it and bringing it to this new brand. So I don't know if anything's coming up for you at this point, since we're pretty early on in the reading of how you might be able to utilize your moon and Capricorn and your Scorpio rising sign. No, not right. Not, not yet. yet. Mm -mm. Okay. So let's keep going. Okay. So you have also your Saturn in Scorpio. So this is how you're actually going to monetize your business. Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. He basically wants structure. He wants a plan. So you have it in the sign of Scorpio, which I think is pretty harmonious because Scorpio is a hard worker um, and they're um, very studious and they're very much about like taking charge. So imagine this, imagine that Scorpio and Saturn go on a coffee date and they're basically talking through like, okay, I need a, I need, we need to put a plan together for this business, Scorpio. And because if we don't put a plan together to monetize this, I'm not going to be able to reward you with finance, financial prosperity, um, any kind of abundance based on opportunities or other people or ever, other things. And maybe it's joint venture partners or new people to put on your cover of your magazine. I'm not going to be able to give you those things without a plan. So Scorpio's like, well, I have these ideas. You know, I have this idea about these dinner um, conversations and about helping families. I have the big mission and you really dive deep to really nail. And I've got to really, uh, you know, prop you for this. You've really nailed a mission where there is a huge problem. You know, teen suicide you talked about. Um, all these things that not a lot, I don't see it a lot, maybe because I don't have children, but I don't see a lot of people having these conversations um, around what's really happening. And it's a really, it's an epidemic in our culture. So Scorpio is the perfect sign to be like, I'm taking this on. But in order for them to monetize it, how are we going to basically take all the wisdom, all that time and energy that you've spent researching, documenting, um, talking to um, you, maybe some of your pa uh, parental friends, um, you know, researching some of the facts around teen suicide, all that information. How are we now going to turn that into products and services, turn it into a sales funnel, turn it into a Facebook ad, turn it into your own sales copy in order to sell the, the solution to this problem? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is the question. <laughs> so let's go in. I'm going to talk about your natural abilities and your challenges. Hopefully we can kind of zero in. Cause I mean, the last part that we're going to talk about today is your kismet client, but I'd love to have, um, just a little bit more clarity before we go into your kismet client. Okay. So your North node is in the sign of Gemini. And your south node is in the sign of Sagittarius. Okay, so there we go with our natural ability. Your south node is your natural ability. You already have a Sagittarius stellium. So it's no wonder to me, uh, it's no surprise to me that we've got 
um, higher education standing in your corner. We've got spirituality. We've got foreign culture. We've got philosophy. We've got like advanced ideas. So one of your natural gifts is being able to understand advanced concepts in such a way that you actually are a natural born teacher. So Sagittarius is the teacher. Now your North node is in the sign of Gemini. So there are polar opposites, Sagittarius and Gemini. Gemini is the student. So this is where the challenge comes into play. So your natural ability is to be a teacher. So if you are currently not utilizing your natural gift of teaching, teaching advanced concepts, which let me just ask you that question. Are you currently teaching advanced concepts? To your no, people? not right now. Okay. So that's part one is you've got to now get out there and, and not, you're not here to teach the foundational stuff. You're actually here to teach, like, like I give the example of like, you know, in college when you take like psychology 101, but you're actually here to teach like psychology 401. So you're teaching like, you're already teaching people who have already taken psychology 101, psychology 201, psychology 301. So you're not going to be the foundational person. You're, you're talking to someone who's already at this, only a few stages behind you. They're not at 101. They're they're closer to where you are and what you're here to teach. Okay. So, you know, and kind of like, you know, bringing back your mission here of, of education, educating these parents around, you know, what's going on um, spiritually maybe with their, with their, um, with their children, with their teens. Uh, what's happening with them as far as, you know, how are their brains developing? What, you know, giving them some of some more advanced things instead of just like talking around the problem or around the surface of it, they're gonna understand the bigger picture, which is very Sagittarius, so that when they go into these um, dinners, you know, around the table, these, you know, these talks around the table that the parent is actually already very educated around the, the problem so that when they go in to create those, um, those conversations, and they're really going to have to be the ones that probably initiate these conversations, um, it's going to be based on your teachings. So your teachings around the, the harder subjects and then infusing spirituality and any kind of like, you know, when I say foreign culture, a lot of times it could be like, you know, you know, giving examples of how they do things in other cultures, just for like a parable, just for some kind of like storytelling. So if you're not currently just teaching, teaching some of the higher educational parts of your brand, that's the first thing. We probably won't be able to get very far um, with even working out the challenges um, in your chart without st fully stepping into your role as a teacher. Okay. Okay. So your, uh, your North node is in the sign of Gemini. Okay. So this is your destiny and your challenge. Okay. So Gemini is the intellectual. They basically intellectualize everything. Uh, so your challenge here is that Gemini, some of the shadow sides of Gemini, let's just start there. Some of the shadow sides of Gemini is that sometimes they can be non-believers. 
And what, what happens is, and it's very opposite to Sagittarius because they've got a lot of beliefs, but the challenge for Gemini is that they don't know, they don't, they want to see both sides of the story. You know, like they're the reporter or the journalist. They're like, I need to see, you know, what did the victim say? And then what did, you know, the, the protagonist say? And I want to know both, you know, before I decide. But here's the problem with Gemini. Gemini will hear both sides of the story and not be able to make up her mind which who she believes. Hmm. So until you can truly, and this might be some inner soul work, you know, really embracing your Sagittarius right now of being like, what do I believe? You know, even if all the facts were given to me, does that really, do I need the facts to make my decision? And the problem is that Gemini cannot, she gets in her own way because she is so stuck in her crown chakra in intellectualizing and in, in taking in knowledge that she forgets that she is a spiritual being in a human body, not a human body with a spiritual being. Hmm. That's really interesting. So it almost sounds like, you know, we could talk about products and services and, and putting the plan together, you know, for Saturn and Scorpio. But I feel just intuitively that there is an inner peace that will need to be busted through in order for the monetization plan to even be birthed. And it has to do with what do you believe? Okay. Does that resonate at all? Um, I'm not sure that really resonates. Um, you know, I, yeah, I'm just not sure. Okay, so let's talk about your uh, 12th house. It's your 12th house mm -hmm. is in the sign of Libra. And your, okay, so the 12th house is your karmic debts. It's your limiting beliefs. It's your subconscious mind. Uh, so this has to do with, basically, you came to this planet to work through your own, some stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and simultaneously, your kismet client also came here to work through some of their stuff. And together, you're actually going to work through some of your stuff through each other. And so in this case, you have it in the sign of Libra. Now, uh, Libra, like I mentioned, is uh, she's an air sign. One of the shadows of Libra is she's very indecisive. So again, we're, we're still showing up this, this air energy, you know, Gemini with, you know, what do I believe? And Libra with, I don't know which way to which way to, which way to choose. I don't know which, which mm -hmm. the right direction. So you're basically always kind of stuck in the same place, but you know, your Capricorn moon and that emote, that drive that you feel right. Your moon is your, how you feel. It's kind of leading the way right now because all of this air, this Libra stellium, your Libra sun and your Gemini North node are like basically keeping you stuck. And so Capricorn is basically like out there working her ass off, but you're not seeing the results because some of the bigger decisions have not been made yet. Mm -hmm. And that goes, the same holds true with your kismet client. So your kismet client also has this, this, uh, this 
problem with where, where she is peaceful. So, I mean, Libra is a very peaceful sign. She's the balancing scales. But the problem is, is that she's not able to truly get what she wants out of life because she hasn't, she's not able to make some of those bigger um, life decisions. So she continues to spin her wheels. She is basically indecisive and living in this like lack of commitment. And Sagittarius is like, you know, girl, like you are a teacher, like let's own our spirituality. Let's own that inner goddess of ourselves and start speaking our truth. And so this Libra is basically saying until I can truly own and believe in my choices and believe in what I believe and make it part of what I'm here to do, because that is part of your mission where right now your mission is so powerful. It's such a huge epidemic, but it's like, what are your beliefs around the epidemic? And using that to fuel that those higher educational courses, books that you will write, um, classes that you will teach, and using that to kind of use your voice to show them your perspective so that you can work through your karmic debts and they can finally stop being indecisive about how am I going to raise my children? How am I going to talk to my 13-year-old daughter when she's just freaking out on me? She can't decide, so she doesn't do anything because she also has the problem of making a decision. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I do see, I, um, I'm actually it's starting to, it is starting to resonate. Some of the, the not a hundred percent sure what I believe around some of these topics that are parenting related. So I actually, that does actually resonate. (laughs) So, and the thing that's, the thing that is so interesting about the combination, because you've got like two Scorpio, you got some Scorpio, you got a lot of Sagittarius, you got a lot of Libra, um, and you've got this Capricorn moon, which to me is, is kind of ruling the show, not because you have a lot of Capricorn in your chart, but because it's your emotions. It's the thing that's basically giving you the drive. Like you had said that, you know, the first thing you said when we got on the call was that, you know, I don't want to jump out of bed to do Facebook ads. But the reason that you're currently jumping out of bed is because you're actually excited to just work on projects. You're excited mm-hmm. to just get shit done because that's so Capricorn. Yeah. But there's a member, but there's that part of Capricorn, remember, underneath the surface that is basically, like I call Capricorn, I call her poker face, but I also call her um, closet emo. Like she's not, <laughs> she's not talking about how, her, how she feels, but she feels so deeply. And so I feel like if you, because Capricorn's kind of running your show, show why not just start there? Like instead of like, you know, maybe we'll gradually get into being the teacher and we'll gradually start making some of these bigger decisions. But we could first just look at Capricorn and be like, I need to start expressing my emotions. Because if I start expressing my emotions and how I feel more outwardly, then it's going to, then, then Sagittarius is going to basically come in, take you by the wing and show you all of these 
beautiful, magical gifts around spirituality, around um, these new paradigms, uh, all that goddess energy, all those, that, all that wisdom that you are basically taking from all of that research that you've done with all that Scorpio in your chart. And now instead of being literal and studious about the information, you're now going to embrace the feminine part of that information by bringing it into your beliefs, bringing it into your emotions and letting that fuel the curriculum for your new business. Well, and really everything for the new business. I mean, people are, you know, when you read an article, the ones that really stick with you are the ones that are written from the heart and more meaningful, you know, that, that, that shows some emotion and, and really let you in. So. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Well, remember Capricorn is a gifted. She, her natural gift is she understands pain period. She doesn't really like always lean in with that, but it is a natural gift of hers. And obviously climbing the mountain and, and working on projects and checking things off her to-do list and planning. And those are all her gifts too. But I feel like the one part of the gift that you maybe you are not truly honoring is that emotional piece. And I think that's going to fuel all the other signs and be able to satisfy Saturn, who is actually Capricorn's natural ruler. So we can satisfy Saturn, who's actually going to reward you with money. It's going to reward you with prosperity and opportunities and people. But he wants to make sure that there is a plan that the plan encompasses and works and works harmonious with the other planets. It's not just about like, here's my sales funnel or here's my sales copy. It's like your whole birth chart is basically telling you, it's giving you bits and pieces of how to make that bigger piece come together and make it prosper, prosperous with this new business. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> so I want to make sure two things. Mm -hmm. One, I want to make sure that, did you have an aha moment? Yes. Okay, good. And then two, because I have a Capricorn stellium and I have to know that you have a game plan. So what is next? You know, maybe it's sitting for the next couple days on this information or listening to the replay, but what do you see as the, as the game plan for you at this point? Um, I, you know, I think... I think I need to sit on it for a few days and think about it. But I think I want to do, I think I need to do some writing on it too. Yeah. Some like journaling. Right. You huh. said, I, I need a few days to think about it. So maybe we'll just flip that and just say, I need a few days to feel on it. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm with you, girl. I'm like Capricorn is just it's such a dynamic sign, but there's just a lot of beauty in there. And, and you know, firsthand, just because we've worked together for so long now that, you know, when you identify with the true pain of your kismet client, in this case, it's Libra. And she, uh, she wants harmony and balance in her family. She wants everything to feel beautiful and calm and serene but the problem is is that she is too afraid to take some of these chances to uh to share and to commit to a new way of doing things so that her family can have that that structure and that openness that she so desires 
and she's looking towards you and, and together you're going to work, you're going to be working through your own blocks through her and she's going to work through, and I'm saying she, I'm sure it's parental, you know, him and her mm -hmm. together to open those lines of communication that invoke, um, uh, peaceful communication. So Libra is an air sign. It's all about communication, but it's really that How do I have peaceful conversations with my teens in order to make sure that, that there is an open dialogue so that we don't have to cross some of those harder points later. And it might even be starting before the teens. I mean, obviously, I don't know that much about your business, but you know, working with those parents earlier before their kids become teens so that that communication is not already broken by the time they turn 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. I mean, we, we identified you know, tweens and teens are our primary audience, but some of the, you know, some of the experts that I've been interviewing for content, um, you know, they talk about things that you can start when kids are young to put boundaries in place and to, to so that when they do get, late, you know, older, it's not as painful. It's, it's a lot easier. Yeah. So I'll give you a little, a little mini assignment mm -hmm. is, um, to come up with your philosophy around this problem. Because philosophy will infuse, um, obviously, the facts, but it will also infuse some of your beliefs. And that will satisfy Sagittarius. But like, what is your philosophy around this epidemic? And bring that into your mission statement. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that I got to do this for you, girl. This is like, first of all, I didn't know about some of these planets. So it obviously, a lot of it just started making a lot of sense to me. Um, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I want to thank you so much for your time, for being on the podcast and for thank you know, you. sharing this your new business fun. with us. Yeah, this has been great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Angel. Thank you, Sheena, and for our listeners. And I hope to catch up with you again real soon. All right. Sounds good. Are you starting a new business or perhaps business number two? Was your first business more aligned with your masculine skills and less so on encompassing your gifts as a whole, both masculine and feminine? Like Sheena, who is a serial entrepreneur and someone who is motivated by projects. And with her new company and her big mission, she was unclear how she would monetize this passion project in the years to come. What we discovered after looking at her astrological birth chart was it was less about what she should be selling and more of a question around the parts of herself she had been hiding that would unlock her belief system around her niche and what her philosophy would be in order to position herself as a higher learning teacher. If this sounds like you, take a step back and focus on you. Go deep into meditation or spend time journaling. Let these bigger questions around your own spirituality lead the way. You just might discover your mission was simply the beginning of your successful new brand birthed around your higher calling. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.